love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. I hope that people can just come to my page and get that if they need a friend, if they need, you know, laughter, if they need motivation to, you know, love who they are, if they need, you know, to see what a what I think is a healthy partnership, then that's what they take when they come into my space. And whatever it is, I, I hope that I can continue to create it because I don't really ever want to do anything else. Welcome back to the Canadian Love Map. I'm Nancy Regan. Today, we've got part two of our catch up with Alicia and Scott, including more inspiring details of Alicia's growing career as an influencer. Last week, we heard about her new forays into television and advertising. And today we're talking self-love, couple love, and even a fabulous surprise demonstration of love for a special follower. The other thing you love to do is surprise people. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing a little bit of that with Charm lately. Tell yeah. So we actually got to um, fly up to Toronto and we got to surprise uh, an incredible woman um, from Listowell, Ontario, um, this small, tiny town. And uh, her name is Heidi. She is a mother and she um has stage four breast cancer and she started a movement in her hometown which in listowell which really touched me for her birthday and the post went you know viral and in all some of my favorite influencers had shared it um and she asked people to just go do a random act of kindness um put kindness in your feet and for her birthday. So people were going out of their way to do these kind things in honor of Heidi. And I have always been a firm believer that acts of kindness have these incredible ripple effects. You know, it's one thing to donate to, you know, causes and and things like that. But kindness is just the coolest way to just have an impact in areas that you could never have fathomed them having an impact um and it was cool to see somebody else who thought the same thing and she's just incredible Heidi is even more radiant in in person than she is online and I got to meet her kids and it was and her husband and it was just really cool um but yeah she just is out here to like leave a legacy for her kids and to show people that kindness goes a long way and just the way she spoke and handled herself is just um heroic in in a sense that like I couldn't imagine um being in the place that she's in and then the fact that her first thought when she wakes up or is celebrating her birthday is other people um Mm. is just cool because I consider myself a kindness human being but I also have my selfish days and the fact that somebody who is going through what she is going through can still think about other people the way that she's been thinking of other people was so awesome so I got to go up with charm and we had talked behind the scenes. Um, so I was like, good, she knows who I am because that would be awkward <laughs> if I surprised. I was terrified this whole trip that I was going to surprise somebody and they weren't going to know who I was. Um, and yeah, we got to give her a gift card for her to pick out jewelry for 
her kids. Um, she wants to leave them a little chest of, of jewelry and things that they can have as they hit their milestones as they grow up. Um, so yeah, I was able to along obviously along with charm be able to give her something to kind of um honor that and for them and then we actually got to go around listwell and she got to surprise um her nurse um who was like texting her in the middle of the night when she was not feeling well and just was like her rock through it all and we got to support um and surprise a few of the businesses in listwell that had you know done fundraisers for her and her family while she was going through this and then just randomly walking up to random people on the side of the street, handing them 10 bucks to just, you know, help pay for their coffee. And we got to meet a few people, which was really, really cool. And yeah, what an incredible way to spend a day. Like I, the, you know, we, <laughs> we ate lunch at Sylvia's, Sylvia's, um, parent, her in-laws, yeah. her in-laws house. So all of us were there and we just sat around their family table and had lunch all together. And it was just, it was a small town, coolest feeling in the entire world. Just, yeah, we surprised another couple too, which was super sweet. Um, a mom, um, a wife and uh, a friend. And she, we just heard these incredible stories stories about how great she is and how incredible and all the things on all of the people she shows up for in her life and and yeah we got to surprise her with something with her husband so it was cool to get to surprise another couple as well and just yeah a lot of surprises yeah (laughs) it was a lot of surprises yeah one of the things this year has brought is uh, opportunities for you to speak in public yeah. And actually to real people face to face, right? Yeah. What has that been like and, and what are you saying in those presentations? I, I got so I I've been able to do like lives and stuff over the last little bit, but I actually did my first in-person conference last Saturday. So that was I I got to be a keynote speaker of an event online, which was a, a milestone and the coolest thing ever to see your name up on a post as keynote speaker, which like mm-hmm. is just unfathomable for so many reasons. Like the fact that, you know, hundreds of people want to hear me talk is just one cool because every report card I ever had said I talked too much. <laughs> um, but two scary, but also part of why I do what I do. So I knew it was coming eventually, but yeah, this past Saturday I got to speak at the rise up shine bright event and it was just the coolest thing I you know I worked hard on what I wanted to say but not too hard so I didn't you know over say it uh but it felt so good and yeah so I'm I am literally just getting on stage and talking about the five things that have helped me become one with my body and myself and just being able to kind of help other people understand what it took for me to get where I am Um, because that's the one part about having a platform is that I never want people to come to my page and feel inadequate or feel like what I've achieved is impossible Um, I always want to be sharing how I got and am getting to the places that I'm getting to because I think that there's also so many other cool people out there that need to be sharing their stories and need to be you know speaking up so yeah I, I got on stage on Saturday and shared my five things and it was really neat like there were parents there who are looking to create safer spaces for their kids and I could have bawled when the a mom got up to kind of ask me a question about her 12 year old daughter because it was just the I see the change starting to happen 
and I see, you know, parents wanting to be more involved in and creating safe space for their kids. And the idea that, you know, this 12 year old that this mother was talking about is going to be a more confident human being than I ever was. And, you know, mm. is crazy to me. And that's what this is all about. And the fact that I get to go educate and make people laugh and cry and make them create safer spaces for the, themselves and the people in their life is just yeah so cool so I can't wait to do more I've booked a couple coming into the new year which I'm excited about I have some in the states so I get to travel for um but yeah it's um I'm hope I love that part of this for sure like sharing my message and talking to people and it was the first time I got to take photos in a structured setting with you know my followers and and meet a lot of them that have been supporting me and talking to me behind the scenes for you know over two years um it's the first time I got to see them face to face uh but yeah it's yeah so many cool things starting to happen all of a sudden um parts of this job that I know are going to be super rewarding that I just haven't had the opportunity to do yet I don't know if we talked about this last time but it's it's hitting me so powerfully at the moment I'm going to say it anyway um, you know, Brene Brown's work around, she's a social scientist who does work around vulnerability and connection. And she says, in order to have true authentic connection, you have to show your real authentic self to whomever you're connecting with. And it seems to me that your followers, Alicia, I don't know about you, Scott, but I think <laughs> Alicia, your followers must be so much more loyal than the average social media followers because of your incredible degree of vulnerability. And I don't think there's anything you're not willing to share from <laughs> no. what I can see. No, not really. And I would agree. And I think that that's, that's twofold. I think that people were looking for somebody that wasn't this is going to sound weird, but out of their league, like I think we spend so much time on social media watching people that we think we can never be or people we think we could never be friends with or people we think, you know, that make us want um, to change who we are. Um, and I am too old to be lying online. I'm too old to be trying to be any other person than who I am. Um, that's why this is enjoyable. Imagine somebody yeah. walks up to you and says, here, your job you're going to make this amount of money and all you have to do is just exist as yourself like they'll, I'll never get a job offer like this ever again in my entire life and like the ability to be able to just exist and then enrich the lives of other people by being who I am is unfathomable but here we are and yeah it's it's been so cool and they are so loyal and the coolest part is I get to meet people and they're like I feel like I'm your friend <laughs> and I'm like you know me and they're like oh, you just don't know us and that's the funny part is that I meet people and they're like I feel like I know you and I'm like you do know me because I don't hold back I do share my life so it's a very one-sided friendship for people so you know I don't I don't always get to be able to get to to know everybody who knows me but I think that that's important like having a safe space where people can come to and feel adequate like feel like what they're doing is enough and feel you know laugh whatever they need I hope that people can just come to my page and get that if they need a friend if they need you know laughter if they need motivation to you know love who they are if they need you know to see what a what I think is a healthy partnership then that's what they take when they come into my space and whatever it is I, I hope that I can continue to create it because I don't really ever want to do anything else so 
Does it feel like a privilege? Oh, it is the biggest privilege that I'll ever be given other than being an aunt. That's a pretty, it's a pretty oh, cool yeah. privilege. And that happened to me this year too. So oh, um, that again, another reason why, you know, 2020 was 2020 to 2021 was so cool for me is that I got a nephew in 2020. So yeah, like the, it is a privilege. It is a privilege for many reasons. It's a privilege because I, you know, I have a safe space to create. It is a privilege because I have a partner who supports me. It is a privilege because I have met very cool people that have helped me along the way. But it is a privilege to get to help people and help, um, you know, launch change for a lot of human beings in a sense that, you know, the I needed me when I was a kid. Like that's, I think the other privilege that I have is I have the privilege of being who I needed, you know, 20 years ago. And the fact that I get to be that for somebody else is yeah, obviously a privilege, but it's just the fact in its own that I get to kind of think like, what did I need? You know, what did I need back then? And how can I embody that? And it's all a privilege. Like it's literally all a privilege. You know, I, I don't know if there's any hierarchy of, of happiness or, or fulfillment, but as as good as it feels when someone your age or older reflects back to you what you've given them and and tells you that you've made a difference in how they feel about themselves or their body or, you know, what their confidence level is, as good as that feels, is does it come up to having a child say to you that you're, now that makes me emotional, that you are impacting them in this way? Um, now I'm going to get emotional. Thanks a lot. Sorry. <laughs> um, it is both to me um, for two reasons. I know what I felt when I was a kid. I know what I felt growing up. And the idea that I get to change that sooner for people is also is so cool. You know, like it is so cool. And we're talking like little things like I'm working with Lululemon and they've, you know, increased their sizing and they're offering way more for people. And I get to be a part of that, giving them feedback and a part of that journey so that I know that other 16 year olds get to walk into Lulu and don't feel what I felt when I was a kid. And um, that's super cool. So there's so many avenues that I get to do it. But the other part I think is so cool when it comes to people who are older than me is that. There are people that just never get there. And that is really hard to like understand and grasp that how fulfilled I feel and what I know my life is going to be like for the rest of it. The fact that there are people out there that won't ever feel this way is really sucks. Um, So when I have somebody who's older than me come to me and be like, you know, you've helped me change the way that I view that's just as impactful because they have the rest of their lives to, you know, feel fulfilled and make the, you know, make choices for themselves to choose to be in photos, to choose to, you know, do the things that they've been scared to do. And I, yeah, I'm making my impact be about fulfillment of life. And I, whether that helps somebody at 16 year olds, 16 years old live a more fulfilled life or somebody at 65 years old live a more fulfilled rest of their life I think that impact is just crazy like to be able to go from generation to generation like that is um Mm. um pretty darn cool because there's not much things that there's not much jobs out there that you can do that impact 
you know, every human being. And we're not just yeah. talking, you know, women either. We're talking people of, you know, everybody. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to say we're not just talking plus size women or people. We're talking women. Like, uh, I mean, I know, you know, I'm 55 years old and I'm still in that, you know, I can catch myself and go, no, Nancy. And I am so deeply inspired by what you do because you, you root me back in what matters. And, and it's not, you know, our thighs and our arms or whatever. It's all just so ridiculous. We get caught up in this what you know the the message that the world sells us and it's like you ground us like putting roots back in the ground and put our feet in the soil so I, yeah yeah thank you and it's I, I, that's why I always try to talk strictly self-love because I think sometimes as a plus-size woman I get um not sometimes all of the time I get booked into the body positivity movement and that has never really been my that's never really been my you know my I'm an ally to the body positivity movement mm -hmm. but the body positivity movement was not created for me um it was you know it's something that I reap the benefits of but it's not yeah. something that you know I've always wanted to grasp um but self-love to me is the coolest thing because I we I talk about this moment but we were downtown and we walked by this table and this table, there's probably like 12 to 15 girls at this table and they all stand up and conventionally, these are all by beauty standards, all beautiful women. They are thin. They they're just conventionally, I'm looking at them. And if I were, were to have compared myself, I would have felt very shitty by beauty standards in that sense. Yeah. And this, this woman gets up from this table and she was like, I don't think you realize how much you've helped me view myself. And I'm just looking at her and then looking at me and thinking, how crazy it is, is it that for so long I thought I was alone as a fat woman and how I felt about my body. Um, and I think that that's the power of having a platform in general is that I, I have realized that I am not alone. And I spent so long kind of closing myself in that the issues that I feel and talk about and what we struggle with our bodies are not, it's not just me. It's not just this beautiful, thin, blonde woman. It's not, it's Scott. Like he has days where he struggles with his body. And it's one of those things where it's like, for me, it was unfathomable to believe that I could be motivating somebody who can fits the, the conventional standard of beauty. But it, that's the whole point is that yeah. we're all looking at this conventional standard of beauty and we all feel inadequate and we are the majority with that. And, um, yeah, it was a very cool moment for me to be like, wow, like if, if I was in a different headspace of, you know, you know, six years ago and, and someone that looked like this woman and this table of girls would have said to me, wow, you motivate me. I'd be like, what? But it's the truth, you know, everybody struggles. And I think I just get to kind of be that voice to be like, mm, you don't need to be worried about that. Or we're not going to we're not going to touch on that today or we're going to find another way to deal with it. And yeah, I hope it is a safe space for a lot of people. And I had a lady come up to me at the convention, which was really cool. And she said, you know, I've always been the tall, thin friend. And she was like, and I always felt like I couldn't express how I felt about my body because I was afraid of people being like, oh, why would you feel that way? And I think that there is a lot of that stigma. And, you know, we think that people who fall into those beauty standards shouldn't feel bad about their bodies. But 
we're all exposed to the same things. We're all taught the exact same things. So it makes sense that we all feel the same things towards our bodies. Um, and yeah, I just hope that I'm a safe space for any human being in any body because I just want people to come and feel safe and know that um, we're all going through it. And it's a lot easier to get through if you're doing it with somebody who knows what's what's going on and kind of I, not that I know how to handle it. I just have kind of been winging it and just sharing what it's been. And it's been working. So you're winging it and you're flying. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, Canada's largest family owned jewelry store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story, too. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. Scott, you know, it, it occurs to me that you... Now, Alicia doesn't need anybody to stand up for her, let's say that. <laughs> no, she's very but good you, at that. But you do. And, and you know, I know that you get messages from people sometimes saying, dude, you know, what's going on, whatever, and not believing that you really love her. And it just makes me crazy yeah, to read those comments. How does it make you feel? And, and what's your take on all that? Um, he hates it. Yeah, <laughs> I do hate it. Um, for the longest time, I just like ignored it and I wouldn't read them and just stay away from that. But for the most part, like I think most people are doing that just to get like a rise out of someone just to get attention. Cause like anyone, anyone that truly follows her or us, mm -hmm. um, knows, like knows what it's about, knows it's genuine. Like, it's not hard to see. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, we're best friends, partners. Like, what do you love most about her? I love how caring she is. She uh, she always puts others first. That's that's been that's never changed, and it probably won't ever change. <laughs> um, I love her humor. Um, still to this day, we she she now she tries to make three million people laugh, but she's always trying to make me laugh too. I just won best of comedian. It has been confirmed that I am funny. Thank you. <laughs> that's true. Um, in, in the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's so great. Yeah. The I coast just... is a, a publication in Halifax and they have a best of edition and Alicia's the best comedian. Yeah. I got best of, <laughs> I got best of comedian, best of wow. Instagram account and I placed second for best of, um, highly famous person. So uh, yeah, it was very cool. It was a, a good moment to come into fruition because I think for so long I thought I wasn't funny mm -hmm. um, just because I just I, I don't know. Like, I think I, I that's a lie. I knew I was funny. You're funny. But you I know just don't funny. think I I didn't think that people cared enough to laugh or that I could express myself in a way that would be humorous. Um, so, yeah, I've been very privileged that I've had the platform to kind of do that in the safety of my home and not have to share with other other people and um and yeah it was really neat to have them recognize the online platform for comedy too especially over the last two years because I feel like um a lot of people needed that laughter um so yeah it was really it was it was really cool it was the one award I thought I wasn't going to win so to have people recognize the laughter has been really really neat so that's two don't think I'm letting you get out of it <laughs> I'm funny okay there's there's one more her loyalty to uh everyone her her friends her family me um you are it is hard <laughs> just kidding 
she those is. are those are three good ones. Okay. Good for you. I'm writing those down next time. <laughs> just, just like yeah. pull out your notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's should do we it. put her on the hot seat now? No. Sorry. No, she no, loves go. the hot seat. She could talk all day. <laughs> um, I what do I love about Scott's? Um Loyalty has always been number one for me. I'm going to cheat and use the same answer, but it's always been, it has always been number one. That's the coolest thing about him is that um, you look back on his life and like the friends that he has in his life, the jobs that he's doing right now, the people who, you know, he surrounds himself with his commitment to the gym. Like those things have just been around for so long. And I think that that's such a unique quality because a lot of people don't have the same, you know, when we're not talking just like one friendship, we're talking about like his very best friends that he's been friends with since he was, you know, in primary. Um, and then his commitment to the gym. And then obviously to me, like we're going on 15 years, like that's him. Um, and then the loyalty in the sense that like he has been through literally everything with me. Like my journey with my body has not been easy or easy on him. You know, I spent a lot of time, you know, saying no to, you know, intimate touch. I spent a long time, you know, making him feel stupid for liking me and loving me and wanting to be there and present with me. And I'm very grateful for that loyalty characteristic because if it weren't for that, I don't, you know, I don't know if the, you know, the same another person would have stuck around while I was going through that. And, um, we're in a very different spot now, but it's just really cool to know that I had somebody that stuck around for all of that stuff. Um, I also love his humor. So again, I, I, we always, he lo- you love that he finds you funny. Like that's the really good part about this. And so yes, winning best of comedian is funny, but I would be nowhere if it weren't for him in terms of our humor. And like, that's always been something that's so important to us is that you can have the crappiest day, you can go through the crappiest thing. But when you have someone to come home to that just wants to make you laugh, there is literally nothing better. And like that humor has gotten us through you know, months of being afraid of not being able to pay rent, like months of being in, you know, such deep debt that we didn't know what we were going to do months of, you know, just trying to get by. And then that laughter has been the same part for, you know, our entire, like our entire relationship. And it makes me super proud. Um, that's two. I know that's two. <laughs> um, I love how much he loves to learn. Um, he's always listening to a podcast and he's always, you know, trying to like, I shouldn't say know everything about everything, but he, um, there's, he is such an inquisitive human being. Um, and he challenges me in that sense (laughs) very often because I always think I know what I'm talking about when half of the time I don't. Um, but yeah, like I love how he challenges me on that stuff and how he loves to like learn about the most random things. Like he's the best trivia partner that you could possibly (laughs) ever imagine because he knows things about light fixtures, rocks, curtains, the gym who knows i don't know i'm just saying curtains? are you just looking around the room? yeah you're just looking around the room. i don't know my knowledge on curtains but i but from a sense that he just likes to know things and learn things so yeah he knows a lot about everything weird <laughs> random things the things that you think don't matter until somebody asks you that question he's like oh i know that but yeah so i love how he challenges me and how much he you know loves to like learn and know things 
So I think of the pictures I've seen of you two back 15 years ago when you were just two sweet, <laughs> smitten kids. Would you think they ever would have believed that you would be living this charmed life? And I can't resist using that phrase because, hello, no. it's so no. true. It's amazing. It's really we can't, cool. can't even look back last year and think we'd be here now. No. So. We, um, we booked a trip and we leave on November 27th and we get to go to Vegas. And um, last time we were at Vegas, we were in a very different um, financial situation and we went with what we kind of had in our bank account at the time and spent too much money when we were there. And um, then we we're going to drive to California and that's something we dreamed of as those 16 year old kids is you know getting to stay on a beach at a beach somewhere and get to see you know the california coast and so what i wrote to him and my wedding letter to him is that i promised that we would get there one day so the fact that we get to drive from vegas to california and drive the coast that we said we were always going to go to that we never imagined ever actually getting to is pretty fucking cool <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, that is the best. You know, I'm going to name drop and say that uh, when I interviewed Oprah, when I was working on television and I sat on her set in Chicago and interviewed her, one of the things she said to me was, I was asking her about wealth and money and how comfortable she felt with it. And she's like, you know what? I think if you earned it, you why should you be uncomfortable with it? And she said, people say money can't buy happiness but i'm here to tell you it can because it allows you the chance to think the big thoughts and do big things and share you know experiences and and give experiences to your friends all that yeah it's been so cool i mean we've always been obviously when you talk about kindness and stuff like we've always been a giving couple like i don't we don't give to each other for christmas anymore we haven't for probably the last like five years um and we just focus on everybody else. And that's been the coolest part for me is that, you know, I struggled for an entire year of being on unemployment and just being able to like barely pay our bills. And then to a point where, you know, I can afford to, you know, I have one of my best friends, Megan, when I was going through that and I couldn't afford stuff, she would always make sure I was invited to everything that was happening. And then on top of that, her and my friend Danielle would be like, don't worry about your drinks tonight. Like, we'll get them. Like, we just want you to be there. We'll pay for them. And like the fact that I can now, you know, buy them dinner and be able to show them how grateful I am for that. It's like the coolest thing in the world. Like, yeah, money can't necessarily buy you happiness. But, you know, we've we've been able to pay off our debt, which has bought us this sense of stability that we never imagined being able to have. And We've been able to give family, you know, cool experiences and things that they never could have even imagined having. And that is in itself one of the coolest things because, you know, money is great and all, but being able to show the people that have supported you through literally everything you've been through that, you know, they're acknowledged and what they've done for you really matters. And I couldn't be here with a platform. We couldn't be here. Um, even like, you know, just without the support of the people around us. So being able to give to them and the, you know, the simplest little ways is really, really, really cool. Yeah. You know, it occurs to me that 
money can really, it's the root of all evil yeah. if it's the center of your world. But what you're saying, and I guess, you know, what I'm saying that Oprah said as well, is that when you are self-centered, I'm going to use that expression, like really centered in who you are in the best possible way, and money is not your be all and all, be and all, it, it really can be a beautiful way for you to show people that you love them it's a it's a weird thing it's it's just one of those things like i, I i'm on the same page as oprah in a sense that that's a weird thing to say but <laughs> I like i'm on that. the same i'm on the same page as oprah in a sense that like i'm not afraid to talk about money because we've been and we've been at a point where we've right. you know not been able to buy certain things on our grocery list before we've we understand the value of money because we've not had it at certain points in our relationship and you know all stemming from like going back to like our original story in the first place like we chose a wedding because we couldn't afford a ring and like those are real things that everyday people go through and struggle with on a regular basis and we have the privilege of not struggling through those things anymore so you know to be able to like help my sisters start a savings for my nephew and like there's just so many cool things that you can do with money that make people feel valuable and decrease their stress and it's just cool to be able to like do that for people now because so many people did it for us that we understand that value because you know we've been there we you know we've struggled we've you know on the way here he said i wish i could take half your money and put it away so that you can't touch it <laughs> so you can't touch so it so you can't give but it yeah, away I, that's what also another reason why we work so well is because i am like a money everybody here you and i was when i didn't have anything too which is <laughs> even true. funnier like you know, Everybody always talked about like we would go to the bar and I'd be like shots for everybody shots for everybody and like back then all I had was the you know the hundred dollars that I had in my pocket to be at the bar in the first place but again I just I just always believe in the experiences that money can create for people and like that you know so I just it's been creating some really cool experiences for us and we have so many cool ones coming up that yeah I'm very grateful for it but I'm excited to be able to continue to give with it as well that's just as important to us. Yeah, in that same conversation, she actually uh, said something that I've never forgotten. I've probably thought of it almost every day since. And that's from those to whom much is given, much is expected. And you are living that like it's a virtual, it's a, it it's a virtuous circle rather than a virtuous circle, you know? I, at my speaking at my speaking event on the um, on the weekend, I wasn't even probably three paragraphs in, and a girl who has followed me from the very beginning, I recognized her as soon as I walked through the door, has had just a terrible relationship with exercise, and my first point was I healed my relationship with exercise, and the words didn't even come out of my mouth, and she was like <laughs> just sobbing, like sobbing the whole time, and it was just like so cool to like meet people and just have them like hear my words and be like you know I don't, it was a confidence booster for me for sure because people were like really one ex excited to hear me talk like I don't have to deal with that online like I put it out there and you either want to hear it or you don't <laughs> yeah. but when you're in a room full of like 115 people they you, you want to have them want to be there and yeah it was really cool but yeah she started bawling and I was like just give me 10 minutes because I'm going to be there with you mm. As soon as I get to like my number three, but yeah, it was, it was uh, very, very cool. But yeah, I, I don't hold back when it comes to crying anymore because it's the same, same. I always find it so funny that people never question you when you laugh, but they always question you when you cry. 
and like they're very not similar emotions but they're just emotions you know you're like laughter and happiness versus like just feel it's like such a release to me i have no problem crying anymore <laughs> yeah the author uh, the author glennon um doyle says yeah feelings are for feeling and it's been a, crying is just such an easy way for me to also show like um empathy and emotion with my followers online too like i think that's so important that they don't just see my days where i'm laughing because there are days that i you know i have super stressful days and i cry so it's been really nice to be able to share that because a lot of people hide that online and feel like they can't show that whereas i'm just like no fuck it if i'm crying you're gonna see it because like some days are just shitty and that's you know it's all you can do is just wake up and cry so that's it is what it is I think that's like one of the best gifts you give people, actually. Well, yeah, like I said, I just never want people to come into my space and feel inadequate. That's not the point of my platform. It's not what the social media should be in the first place. Like I want people to come into my space and know that they can have a shitty day here. Like they can, you know, find something to make them laugh. They can, you know, find it's a safe haven because I've been through it, do it all the time type of thing. So, yeah, I just uh, applaud you and thank you both of you for the kindness and the joy that you're putting out into the world. And uh, you are putting love on the map. You really I appreciate are. that. That Thank means you. a lot. Thanks guys so much. Thanks for having Thank you. us. I'm proud of you, babe. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian love map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.